This is episode 131 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we answer Emma's question and we give it a little bit of coaching. And her question is, I can't figure out why I overeat. Are you ready for this, ladies? Let's do this. My name is Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist. I reversed my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, adrenal fatigue, and obesity by going beyond the food. I can tell you one thing, that willpower, discipline, and deprivation aren't the permanent solution to transforming your relationship to food. So how do you leave overeating, emotional eating, food craving, and binging behind you so you have the food freedom to achieve all of your goal and be happy now? As a top 25 alternative health podcast in the world, this is the Beyond the Food Show. Ladies, this is Stephanie, and today's episode, we're doing some coaching. We're answering a question with Emma about why potentially she overeats. But first, I want to catch up with you. It's been a while since I've released a podcast episode. I took a break. I've been away voluntarily, and in part is a process of creation. I was creating new module for the Beyond the Food Academy, and I realized that the process of creation was really involving physically and mentally. Like I knew it was mental, but physically I didn't expect it and I needed to focus and I literally needed to shut down things. So I slow down on social media. I slow down on the podcast episode to be gentle with myself. And in part, my aha moment came from me experiencing old patterns in my life, like workaholism, can we call it? That was a pattern for me back in the days that I was doing corporate work and I was falling right back into the same pattern. The difference is it didn't take me 20 years to realize that I was doing that. Only took me a couple months. And once I was aware of it, I decided to put myself first. So it's a comeback for me after four weeks of being away, but I'm really excited because we have a lot of new stuff in the back end for you. And one of those things, I can talk to you about it today. So we're now ready to open the door of registration for the Beyond the Food Academy and welcome new student. And to do that, we're actually launching a scholarship program. So the Beyond the Food Academy scholarship program will be for obviously women only who want to join the Beyond the Food Academy, but may be financially challenged and cannot afford it. And I want to help you because I want to help all of you. And I want to particularly give a chance to the people who really want to do the work but just start challenge at this time in their life to be able to financially afford the program. So the Beyond the Food Scholarship Program is the answer for that. So that's part of the creation process that I took in the last month. So if you want to know more about this, you can go to my website, stephaniedozier.com slash scholarship. And you can read all the details. And that's where you can submit your application 
for the Beyond the Food Academy scholarship program. Now, be aware that the application must be in by end of the day, June the 3rd of 2018. Not sure when you're listening to this podcast, so this is all happening in the spring of 2018. I'm very excited about that, and I hope that some of you will be able to join us with the scholarship program that wouldn't otherwise been able to do this amazing and powerful work that we do together in the academy. Now, the academy in itself is opening and we're starting to take registration on May 31st. So in about 14 days, we'll be open for a period of about 10 days for registration. And we're closing down the door of registration June the 8th. 2018, so we can start our new session on June the 12th. Now, if you've been on the waiting lists, you've registered for the waiting list, you will receive an email on May the 30th, giving you early access to registration, including a special prize for those who have been on the waiting list. I know there's a lot of you that are there, and I want to thank you for being so patient waiting for the next wave of registration, waiting for me to create this new content. So I really do appreciate it. So if you are on the waiting list, wait for this email on May the 30th, giving you 24-hour early access, and then we'll open to the rest of the public up to the maximum amount of student that we'll be taking for this session. If you're not yet on the waiting list and you want to get on it to receive the early notification and the discount, you can go to the website on the Academy page. So stephaniedozi.com slash Academy, and then register yourself on the waiting list. All the links are included in the show notes. If you're driving right now, you're like, oh, I can't write this down. That's okay. When you get home, you can just go to the show notes either directly on your phone, on your listening device, or go to my website. So the show notes are located at stephaniedozi.com slash 131 for this podcast episode. Now back to Emma's question. So Emma contacted us via Instagram. So I posted a few days ago a question about what you wanted the topic of the next wave of podcasts to be about. And Emma submitted this question. I can't figure out why I overeat. Big exclamation mark. (laughs) I have listened to so many of your podcasts and had quite a bit of ha-ha moment, but I don't feel like I've nailed it yet. There are so many things I want to do in life, many of which a reasonable physical fitness is required. So Emma want to know why she's overeating. Here's the thing. No one can find the answer for you. And Emma knows that in the way she formulated her question, but I want to make sure that you know that. I can help you and guide you, but you need to do the work. No one else than you can know the reason why you're overeating. And here's the thing. Likely, the answer to the reason why you're overeating is not what you think it should be. 
We have this image in our head as to what could be the reason, but through the work that you need to do, the likelihood of the answer not fitting what it should be, likely what's going to happen. So how do we start unpacking that? There's a number of reasons that you can be overeating. And there's not one thing. In my world, I call that a syndrome. Overeating is a syndrome. And if we go to a dictionary and we look at what does a definition of syndromes look like, I'm going to read it for you verbally. Syndrome is a group of symptoms that consistently occur together or condition characterized by a set of associated symptoms, which means it's a collection of symptoms, a collection of reasons why we overeat. It's not just one thing that we can put our finger on and say solved. Given that it's not a disease, it's a syndrome and it's a collection of symptoms, what we really need to look at is what are those symptoms and find a cure for those symptoms. But what is a symptom? A symptom is, definition by Mr. Google, a physical or mental feature that is regarded as indicating of the condition. So it's either physical or a mental that is the root cause of our condition, of our syndrome that is called overeating. Now, in the world of holistic health, a condition root cause is an imbalance. The root cause of our overeating is an imbalance that creates symptoms. We need to find the imbalance. So let me give you a couple of examples. When we have a cold, the problem is not the sneezing. The problem is the immune system that is imbalanced. Another example, you have a digestive upset. Maybe it's IBS. It's an imbalance of your digestive system. It could be bacteria, a virus, digestive juices that are not functioning probably, could be a food intolerance, it could be a combination of a couple of all of those things, but it could also be stress and anxiety. How many people get tummy ache because of their emotion, because of stress, because of anxiety, right? It could be both physical and mental, emotional. And it's the same thing for overeating. Unfortunately, Today's society, when looking at eating behavior, we're only considering the physical root cause of our food behavior. And we're treating it with diets, food, restriction, avoidance tips, when in fact, the cause is likely more to be mental, emotional, and spiritual in nature. And that's part of what we teach In the academy, one of the concepts that we learn at the beginning is that the human being is made out of four bodies. And God only knows we know everything about how to take care of the physical body and how to nourish it, but we never consider to treat other part of the human being. And by wanting to control and address strictly the physical aspect of overeating by looking and obsessing about food, we're creating compulsion, we're creating restriction, we're creating deprivation. Now, granted, 
I am totally certain, and I can say to you that if your diet consists of highly processed food, highly processed carbohydrate that you eat at junk food restaurant at least once a day, and you're putting sugar on everything, yes, part of your overeating is due to your high consumption of sugar and processed carbohydrate. Totally. You're overstimulating your reward center by literally having tons of hits during the day from the sugar and the highly processed carbohydrate. And yes, you need to deal with that, right? But you don't need to deal with it by restricting it for the rest of your life. You need to understand why you're seeking those sources of pleasure and how to wean them off and eat more real food, right? To reduce the load on sugar in your reward center. But the thing is, the reality is for most of us listening to this podcast right now, that's not the issue. Most of you have a good handle on your food. The vast majority of the time you make the best choice possible, you eat real food, mostly vegetables, a little bit of fruit, protein and fat, right? But unfortunately, you're constantly looking at only this angle to think that you're doing something wrong, that if you were eating a little bit more fat and less carbohydrate or more carbohydrate and less protein, there's some magical event that would happen in your body and boom, you would stop overeating. The truth is, that's not where the work needs to be for you. So if your diet consists of mostly real food and it's healthy in general, you need to turn around and focus on the other component. And the frustration that Emma expressed in her question I would venture to say that there's a lot of her time, Hema, that may be spent around that angle and not a lot on the emotional, mental, and spiritual part of it. It's like trying to open your front door with your car key. It's never going to work. So what can we do? We're going to take a quick break from our chat to give a shout out to our show sponsor, Health IQ. And I am... So excited to be partnering with them and bringing you forward an innovative insurance company for the American listener. Health IQ helps health conscious people like yogis, runners, cyclists, weightlifters to get lower rate on their life insurance. Just like you save money on your car insurance for being a good driver, Health IQ saves you money on life insurance for living a health conscious lifestyle. Isn't it time that we get rewarded? for our good health choices. Now, how do you get started? Very simply by qualifying through the health IQ quizzes. And also, listen to this, if you submit actual training data through the various apps available, you can save additional dollars. To get started now, simply go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash health IQ and take the test to see if you qualify. And when you get to speak to an agent, mention the code beyond the food to support the show. So get started now on saving money on your life insurance. Now a shout out to our other show sponsor, Muse. And I'm very grateful to team up with Muse to bring you the first tool in the world to help you learn 
to meditate at home. Muse is a wearable brain sensing headband that measure our brainwave and sends the feedback to an app on our personal device. I love my Muse because it transforms my meditation practice. I wear it daily for my 10-minute session in the morning and it coaches me through my practice by giving me real-time feedback on what's happening in my brain and helping me refocus during my meditation. I love this partnership with Muse because it brings the tool to the first-timer and it helps expand the practice of the more advanced meditator. So it's time for you to get your Muse on and learn to calm your mind through meditation. And here's the thing, as a listener of the Going to Beyond the Food show, you get 15% off of the purchase of your Muse. To take advantage of this offer, simply go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash muse. And again, the URL is stephaniedodzie.com forward slash muse and register through this URL to get 15% off. So join me in my 10 minutes meditation practice every morning and get our muse on and go beyond the food together. So the question is, why are we doing this? Why are we constantly hitting our head on the wall around physical reason why we overeat? Maybe it's a lack of knowledge. So today is the first day you're hearing that there could be any other reason other than your diet and your food. Granted, that's the case. I just taught you something wonderful today. Most of the time, it's fear. We're afraid. We feel uncomfortable. When we start talking about our emotion, about our spiritual self, we feel uncomfortable. We fear what's going to come out. We fear not being perfect. We feel powerless. Some cases, it's a fear of success because we have this idea that success can only be coming from this ideal perfection and we know we're going to fail. We fear the judgment of others if we are successful. And then we end up self-sabotaging. Fear of success, fear of change, is linked directly to self-sabotaging behavior that could be your overeating. So to help Emma find the root cause to her symptom that leads to overeating, I want to suggest a technique that will help you connect with your emotion, your emotional being, that will help you connect with your spiritual being, that will help you connect with your mental being as well, that will help you get the message that your body is so desperately trying to let you have, to make you listen to it, but you keep shutting it down by fear. I want to suggest to you a technique to connect with that message that you, Emma, and all of you, the listener, have inside of you right now. It's there, waiting for you to listen, waiting for you to see it. But we need to unclutter and remove the fear that's preventing it from shining, that prevents this light from being seen by yourself. There's many ways for us to internalize and get those intuitive messages, those messages that are coming from our heart, our spirit, our soul, those area that are imbalanced in ourselves. 
There is meditation. So if you are a practitioner of meditation, you likely know what I'm talking about. So meditate and ask yourself the following question. I'm going to outline a number of questions that you want to ask yourself while meditating. Now, most of the women that I work with at first do not want to meditate, do not like to meditate, don't want to meditate. So we're going to get this out of the way. I'm not going to teach you today how to meditate. However, I am going to ask you to journal. This is a non-religious technique. You grab a pen and a piece of paper or a journaling book. You sit down in a quiet space and a space that feels good to you. Maybe light some candle, put some nice slow music in the background and make sure that no one is coming to disturb you for at least an hour. And then you're going to sit down with yourself, with that pen, that piece of paper. You're going to write down the question and you're going to answer them. It's easy, but you need to remove expectation. You need to remove restriction. You need to remove the censor. You need to remove your desire to iterate to get the perfect answer. What we need is the truth to come up, that light to come up and to be seen. What your soul has been longing to tell you, what we call here body messages. You can do that through journaling. Literally write down the question that we're going to outline and then put your pen to that blank piece of paper and let your hands write and just keep writing and writing without iteration. If you are afraid of anyone reading your journaling prompt, burn the piece of paper after. It's not about keeping it to frame it somewhere. It's simply about writing it so you can reread it at least once, understand the message, and then move on with that message in hand. So the question will be part of the show notes. So again, you don't have to write them down here. You can simply go to the show note at stephaniedoldy.com slash 131. So here's the first question. Is there a certain time of the day or physical location when I overeat or feel this intense need to eat? What are these times or these locations and what do they represent for me emotionally? Question number two. If I eat when I'm no longer physically hungry, it's because... And let's see what comes out. Question number three. What is my inner critic telling me specifically before, during, and after overeating? Question number four. What would I say to someone who wanted advice that had the same eating behavior than me? What advice would I give them? Next question. If I overeat to cope with X emotion, where does X emotion go? Do I feel better after overeating if I'm attempting to numb an emotion? Here's the last question. 
And that's really where your soul's going to come out. What am I craving in life beyond food that I'm using food to fulfill? And that's a deep one. So those are the questions you want to journal on. It may be four lines answer. It could be four pages answer. Let your soul speak to you so you can find your own individual imbalances in your emotional, mental, and spiritual body. Now, I want to come back to Emma's question because there's a part of her question that I have not yet shared with you because I didn't want you to be influenced about her particular situation. But here's the second part of her question. Emma says, I feel like I'm not only letting my kids down, but I will get to the end of my life and it would be filled with regrets. In my teen young adult, I was fit and healthy and had no issue with overeating. But the past 20 years, I do nothing but overeat. I'm so frustrated. So there's a lot in there for Emma to look at. So Emma, you need to look at the emotional, spiritual, and the mental aspect of why you feel like you're letting your kids down. What does it mean for you to let your kids down? In which way are you letting them down? What really and truly prevents you to be who you want to be so you don't let your kids down? Remember, it's beyond the food. Another question for you, Emma. Are you considering you? You talk about letting down your kids, but really... Are you letting yourself down? And the last question for you, what would it look like to not let you down? What prevents you from doing that? So I know those are pretty deep questions. It's a loaded question. And that second part of your question, Emma, really says a lot. I'd love to explore that type of question one-on-one, but for now... If you want to answer those questions, and by all means, come back and share with me on Instagram. And for all of you, after you wrote down the question and you did your journaling exercise, please reach out on Instagram in the DM section and please share with me so we can have a conversation or post your answer using hashtag beyond the food. Emma, I hope to help you. And for anyone else who could be helped by this episode, I am blessed that I was able to do that for you. Now, before I let you go, don't forget to submit your application for the Beyond the Food Academy scholarship program if you are in need of support, or if you know you want to be part of the next wave of the Academy, please put yourself on the wait list so you get the special financial discount that will be available for those on the waiting list. I love you. And I'm looking forward to hang out with you again on the next episode. Did you know that 9 out of 10 women are struggling with their relationship to food? Overeating, emotional eating, binging, and craving are real. Clearly, the solution we have been thought aren't working. I believe to have food freedom, it means that we must learn to have a relationship with our hunger so we can finally be at peace with food and eat normally without guilt or shame, which is why I wrote the Crave Cure Guide 
I want to show you how to have a completely different relationship with food so that you can be in control of what you eat, achieve your goal, and be the powerful woman you were meant to be. The best part is this book and the step-by-step -step process is absolutely free. To receive your free copy, simply go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash guide and we can get started right now.